welcome to the Glow Podcast with Dr. Lan. Our purpose is to inspire and equip you to live a purposeful and maximized life that makes a glowing difference in your world to God's glory. For more inspiring content from Dr. Land, visit our website at www.pastorland.com and follow at Pastor Land on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Now let's listen in and be inspired. live on Facebook right now. Hello, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for another Light 360 chat. Excited. This is going to be an exciting one. I have some powerful, powerful men of God here uh, that uh, we're going to be having a discussion for, for today. Uh, before we start our discussion, I want to ask you, if you are joining us, uh, we're streaming on a few pages. Um, it depends depend on whichever page you are joining us. Please, could you just share this video? Um, share this video on your personal page. Uh, do a watch party if you, you, know, if you want to also. Uh, do a watch party, just uh, spread the word. We'll just take a few minutes uh, for everyone to do that. Even our panelists are going to be, they're going to try and do that if they can. So we want uh, what we are about to discuss to reach as many people as possible. So let's go ahead and, and share it, share it right now. Also like this video, like the video, um, share it, call somebody, Send a text, tell them that the Live 360 broadcast is about to begin. So, and then we're going to be, we're going to be kicking off. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Yes. All right. So, so um, first of all, as an introduction, uh, we, we started this Live 360 broadcast, Live 360 broadcast, just to, uh, to have a conversation uh, with different individuals who are light in their environment. Um, Jesus said we are the light of the world. So you see that it's set on the hills that cannot be hid. So, and he said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So we are light. And so we're just telling the stories of various individuals that you know, I know personally who are shining very brightly. And this, the Friday edition, you know, we've been having different people on uh, this week, and it's been very powerful, all the things that we've been sharing. But the Friday edition is dedicated to the nation. Uh, last, uh, last Friday, we had a panel from South Africa. It was a very powerful discussion um, about, you know, what's going on in South Africa, how they are shining their lights in there. And this, today, um, I am so, 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 happy to have this panel. I have three friends of mine here. Um, I call them, you know, my uh, missionary bodies. Um, if there's any, <laughs> you know, like any ministry on the face of the <laughs> earth that I respect, you know, their apostolic and missionary work going into remote places, um, unreached places. Uh, these people are here on this uh, on this broadcast and i'm going to introduce each and every one of them uh one by one um first of all i have with me my 
my dear co-laborer. Um, we've traveled <laughs> to many places together, beaten by mosquitoes. Uh, <laughs> we've had a lot of wonderful experiences that you're going to hear uh, for many years now. <laughs> um, Pastor Olumide Ajigene. Now, Pastor Olumide Ajigene, you know, is a pastor in the City Light Church, but there's a ministry that God has given, given him also, uh, which he pioneered. And in fact, this ministry is what actually got uh, me to know Pastor Pastor Kolade, the other person that we're going to be, um, I'm going to be introducing very soon. Uh, the ministry is called Bridge Mission. So his, his heart is mission. So he went to mission school. And from the time I've met him, he has always been talking about missions, <laughs> missions, missions. His heart is to connect missionaries, those who are going to enrich places with resources, to link them with resources. and. I've seen him just doing that in his own little ways and just connecting people. And that's how I got connected to Pastor Kolade through Bridge, uh, Bridge Mission. Uh, so let's welcome Pastor Olumide Ajigene to the Life uh, 360 chart for today. Then um, I have here also Pastor Kolade, Pastor Olushegun Kolade Evangelist, Apostle Olushegun Kolade. Now, I have posted some about him on um, on on you know Facebook before, and he was one of the people who uh, received the Glow Award. The Glow Award is one of those things uh, that uh, is an award, just a recognition based on scripture for people who are shining as lights at the Light Development Center in Chicago. Usually, gives once a year to just recognize some people, and basically because I'm not, I mean, I don't know anybody right now on the face of the earth that is doing what he's doing, the way he's doing it. And you're going to hear some of his stories, you know, going into unreached places where some people don't want to go to. You know, uh, you know there are some ministries that are very uh, uh, elegant and very comfortable. We're talking about people who go into uncomfortable places, mm. uh, people who get robbed like Paul. You know, they, you know, they steal from them. I think we lost him, but, you know, we'll get him back. Uh, they steal from them. They, in all kinds of things, they have had all kinds of um, experiences um, in just in, in, in missions. I'm, I'm glad to have him here. I think we lost him, but he's going to be back on the call. So I will, you know, introduce him. I mean, I will, he, he will talk a little bit. And then I have, um, you know, with, with me also, my very, very, very dear friend. Uh, we have traveled nations together. Our first missionary trip was in uh, in the year, I think 2014 or so. 13. Is that 2013, yeah, seven yeah. years ago. Mm -hmm. When we, we went, we, we did a tour of East Africa yeah. together. We went from uh, Kenya, like different parts of Kenya. Then we moved to, where did you go? We moved to- Uganda. Uganda, we Uganda. passed by Burundi on the way. Yeah, uh, exactly, then to Rwanda. <laughs> To Rwanda, then to Rwanda, and yeah. you know, and then we have done other trips to South Sudan, you know, Sudan. Uh, trip, uh, the um, yeah. uh, refugee camp. Uh, yeah. We've done Kampala. We have done Malawi. Uh, Malawi yeah. You know, and yeah. so we have been in uh, various places together on mission. Uh, so so excited uh, to have uh, Pastor Israel here with us, and you're going to be hearing from him today on this broadcast. I want to welcome everyone joining us. Wow, thank you. I see on Facebook, I see Coach Gordon. Wow, 
it's good to see you, sir. Thank you for, for joining. John Newman, Yomi, all the people joining us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Facebook. Um, we really appreciate it. So we're going to uh, move right ahead into this discussion. We're talking about the state of the nation. We're talking about mm -hmm. missions in the mm -hmm. time of coronavirus and post-coronavirus. I want mm -hmm. to share some of our stories um, of, you know, just traveling to nations, uh, sharing the gospel. So my first question to the panelists is, the church has one mission, the mm -hmm. top mission, as yeah. Jesus Christ um, spoke about in what we call the Great Commission. Mm -hmm. What is that mission? I mean, from your own perspective, mm -hmm. what is that mission? So let, let mm -hmm. us start with that and then... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, Pastor Israel, you can go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the Bible says in um, the book of Matthew, all these things are repeated in the four Gospels. You know, when Jesus was going and when he was dying, you know, the most important word, when you see someone dying, the word that they say last, and some of the most important words, he said, he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. At a point, he said, make disciples. Go into all the world. So I like the word go, which is very, very important, which is emphatic. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I know <laughs> That's what I'm beginning to see COVID-19 so creatively mm. because it's going to really, it looks as if it's locking down, but it's the beginning of go, oh. you know, and if you study the most complete, uh, um, shortest, complete, shortest, most complete sentence in the English language is the word G-O, go, hmm. Hmm. you know, and two thought of G-O-D, God himself, is go. Oh. Mm. So I've seen a lot of Christians who will tell you uh, and then they will find reasons for not going. So I look at it, it's like that is the only thing I just see in my Bible. Mm. Actually, maybe because I sit in my grace, I sit in my place as an evangelist. That word go. So I wonder why I should be on the ground. Mm. So and I believe that that is the real commission for every one of us as Christians. He yeah. didn't say you should be an evangelist. He, he didn't say you should. He said, go. So God told me, he said, um, he said, the best way to see your unction grow is to be on motion. To be in motion. Hmm. Yeah. 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 You understand? If you're in motion, yeah. then you see your grace grow. You see your unction grow. Mm -hmm. No unction grows on the ground until we, set, we are set in motion. That's when we see the best of God happen. You know, God mm -hmm. himself is an action God. You won't see yeah. him sit. That's why the Bible says uh, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who went from, uh, who went about doing good with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went, I love the word went about. Mm -hmm. yeah. to, to this church, we try to even explain it. Anyhow, mm. you know, so going about is, is the general work of the church. 
So, so the main assignment of the church is to make disciples of nations. Of nations, that's it. Now, we do many things alongside, but the goal, the target, is exactly. to make disciples of nations. Nations. Thank, thank you. Pastor Olu, what, 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 what do you want to say to that? Yeah. Just to add to what you know, Pastor Isaac just finished saying, you, know, you said it all, but to me, the, the, the simple thing about what God wants us to do is just for us to be like him. And how can we be like Christ? The Bible talks about Christ came to this world. You know, the Bible says, you know, in the book of John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word, and the world was with God, and the world was God. So Christ came in form of, you know, in form of God came in form of Christ, in form of a flesh person, just to tell us what happened in the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of this world. And the purpose of Christ coming to this world is just to show us an example that, you know, you guys, what I want you guys to do is for you to, you know, bring my kingdom into this world. You know, this world you are living in is not the kingdom of the devil. It's the kingdom of God. And the best way to do it is for you to just, you know, live the way I supposed to live on the face of the earth. And when we look at the life of Jesus Christ, the Bible came, it came, it made disciples, 12 disciples, and the 12 disciples made how many disciples? The whole world. Today, I'm, I'm, I'm born again because, you know, the 12 disciples decided to do what God has called them to do. And as a church, you know, God, what God has called us to go like what disciple did, to become flesh. And when you look at the life of Jesus Christ, you know, he was always getting his hand dirty. He's not just sitting down. He's always going from one place to another place. You will see him, you know, in the storm. You will see him, you know, traveling in the boat. You will see him preaching to the people. You see him in the synagogue. So, our great commission, you know, as a body of Christ or as a Christian is for us to make the disciple of all nations. And how can we do it? We all have our own sphere of influence. If you're an accountant, that is why you're supposed to go and make disciples of accountants. And if you're a doctor, that's why you're supposed to go and make disciples of doctors. If you're a lawyer, that's why you're supposed to go and make disciples of lawyers. And it's very simple. It's just Christianity is a lifestyle. And so when you mm -hmm. live the life of Christ, the way Christ disciples the 12 disciples, mm -hmm. so it's very easy for you to go where you are, anywhere you find yourself, and live Christ. And when you live Christ naturally, you will yeah. be mm -hmm. attracted unto you, and through that way, yeah. you show them how to live a better mm -hmm. life. Yeah, mm -hmm. very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So Pastor Israel, now, we have this corona thing that has come, and it mm -hmm. has disrupted a lot of things. Um, in terms of gatherings in different nations. So that's the state of the nations right now. Yeah. In fact, there are places right now where some, you know, some pastors, you know, some of them are trying to do some things and some of them are even being arrested in prison and all that. Now, what is the strategic thing right now regarding making disciples? You were sharing with me about the triangular mission uh, before yeah. we came online. Can you speak a little bit to that? Uh, this coronavirus age and post-coronavirus, what, what is this mission going to look like and how can one maximize this season? Yeah. yeah. You know, the Bible says that uh, uh, upon this rock I will build my church and that the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. So when you hear the gate of hell, including coronavirus or COVID-19, whatever, cannot yeah. prevail against it. So the yeah. church of God is the property of God. 
Mm-hmm. So God knows exactly what he's going to do to, the, to his church to ad, in order to advance. Mm-hmm. Something like this had happened before, you know, but in a different way. If you study the early church, particularly the Bible tells us how the church was born and how they got their increases, how they got their increase, how they would be, I mean, they were increasing. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says the first church was being added to. 3,000 people joined them in a day. At, a, at another point, 5,000 joined them. Look at it. So they could look at it and say, okay, what God wants us to do is to stay within two, five, two by four cubicle or whatever, and then it will begin to bring the people. But along the line, it changed their strategies. Let me, or maybe crisis like this happened. You know, some individuals stood up against the church. I call them Boko Haram, led by Paul of Tarsus. I mean, Saul of Tarsus. Yeah. And they began to scatter the church. Mm. And as they scattered the church, they thought that was the end of the church. And the Bible says, they that were scattered went everywhere preaching the gospel. Mm. So the church of Jesus Christ cannot be caged, mm. cannot be uh, uh, scattered as it were. Yeah. Instead, that's one thing they didn't know. The mm. kingdom of God began to advance. So COVID-19, I believe God knows exactly what he's going to do. Like I said earlier, uh, what God told us. Your hand is blocking look, your video. Okay. Oh, yeah. sorry. Okay. So sorry. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, 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 uh, what we didn't know, what, I mean, we didn't know about COVID-19, nothing. Around December uh, 2018 stroke, January 2019, the yeah. Lord spoke to us so clearly mm-hmm. uh, from the book of Acts chapter 5, from verse 19 to 20. You remember how the disciples were being arrested and they were put in jail. And the angel of God came to open the prison doors. And what he told them, he said, go, stand mm-hmm. and speak in the temple. All the words of this life. So yeah, yeah. that word, go, mm-hmm. the word stand, the mm-hmm. word speak, caught my attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Lord spoke to me. Uh, that there is the go community, there is the stand community, there mm-hmm. is the speak in the temple community. So yeah. we, we call it triangular mandate. Mm. Triangular, triangular tri- mandate. The triangular mandate. So mm-hmm. that we, sh- the, we, we should go physically and reach mm-hmm. out to the go communities. That there is, there is a lot of people that sit. Those are the the unreached in in unreached places where physically we just have to reach them physically. So that's the physical one, but now the, we can't go the physical physically. Yeah, yeah, we, mm-hmm. Thank you. We can't go physically because uh, many of them, some of them, cannot even they are not educated. They don't know about the, the internet and not, and all that. That's why we still have to go to them. We, mm-hmm. But we have to change our strategies. Some of us we do mass evangelism, but we, it has to be broken down this time. You understand? In order yeah. to, have, I mean, to avoid, so that means we are gonna spend more time in the go mission. You understand? Because what's supposed to take one week will now take one month or one and a half months in mm-hmm. reaching. Then okay. there is the stand community. The Bible says go, stand. The stand community, 
that is the media community. So he told me, he said, that is the Twitter stand, those people on media stand, like Twitter stand, Facebook stand, mm-hmm. look, look at this one now, Zoom stand. Some individuals yeah. are joining us on Facebook now. He said, no matter how much we do the go, we can never reach them. They can only be on the stand. Mm-hmm. Their address, we don't know, but millions yeah. of them sit on the stand. Yes. And then the third people are the speak in the temple community. These are temp- the, the community of the saved and the sanctified ones. They are born again, spirit-filled, speaking in mm-hmm. tongues, and yeah. told them that we should try and create awareness about missions yeah. within, mm-hmm. within the church community. Okay. And that we should, we should three, I mean, three things he asked us to do. Awareness. The second one is recruitment. Mm-hmm. The third one is empowerment, and then the fourth one is release. Okay. So that's the, yeah, so, so that's the triangular mission. That is the triangular mission. So yes. say it again. Go, go and stand, speak and, in the temple, and speak in the temple, and that's from Acts yeah. of the Apostle, where chapter five, verse nineteen to twenty. Okay, for those of you who are watching, you can study more. Acts 5, you know, 19 to 20. You know, it says, go, stand, and speak. So he's saying that there is the going part of this commission that we talked about, the most important thing about the church. There's a stand, which is like media, what we're doing right now. And yes. then, then speak in the temple. That is to recruit, to speak exactly. to the members of the body of Christ, to mobilize them, exactly. which is also part of what we're doing right now. Exactly. Let me bring our evangelist, uh, Colade in. We love you. <laughs> You know, just when I was introducing you, but I'm glad that you are back. Yeah, so, we thank God. I know this is very passionate to you. Uh, you know, you are very passionate about this thing. Yeah. I said, what is the number one mission of the church? The number one mission of the church from your perspective? Wow. Well, <laughs> you know, missionaries, we talk a lot. You know, when you ask me questions, I don't even know where to answer. You understand? <laughs> when you say, okay, what is the mission? statement of the church it is clearly written in the bible when jesus was going on out uh, back to heaven he said that we should go into the world and make disciples so the mission of the church is not for us to gather the mission mm. of the church is for us to go out you know to reach out to, to reach out to the nations you know in fact you go and check the book of you are saying yeah, that the only reason why we gather is so that we send them. Exactly. We are to yes. gather. Yes. In order to, gather yes. to recruit. To recruit, to train, and then mm. to release. Yes. It is a yes. thing for the church to retain the people. We cannot go to the world and get the soldiers. You know, can you imagine the, the, the um, soldiers from a country asking mm. the civilians to come and join? How would mm. you expect a civilian to be part of the military force? You understand? Mm-hmm. You, you can't yeah. do that. So all you mm-hmm. need to do is just to go to the barracks. You know, the mm-hmm. barracks yeah. of the church, the barracks of the of, of Christ is the church. The church is our own barrack. And that yeah. is where you get, you know, soldiers, you train them. And soldiers yeah. are not expected to see that. You remember Paul talking to Timothy and was telling them that there is no soldiers that has been trained that engages himself in the civilian affair. So, yeah. you know, ideally, he's trying to tell him that, you know, every Christian is a soldier. So 
The mission of the church is to train, recruit, and release. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, when Jesus mentioned, Pastor Olu, when Jesus mentioned church for the first time in the Bible, that's in Matthew chapter 16, right? Mm. He said, I will build my, my church, build my church. and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Yeah. And he said, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Of the kingdom. So that whatever yeah. you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. It was an advancing yeah. church, not a church that was yeah. sitting down. It was a church not known by all. sending capacity, not by sitting capacity. Mm. Mm. Right? Pastor Olu, you know, can you speak to that a bit? Yeah. I think you are muted. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Lan. So when the Bible was talking about, I will build my church and the gate of hell not prevail against it. So mm -hmm. what the Bible was trying to say is that as a church, we're supposed to be on the offensive side, not being on, on the defensive yeah. side. And a lot of churches no. right now, you know, they're on the offensive side. We're supposed to be on the offensive side. What mm -hmm. we're doing, mm -hmm. you know, like what Pastor Kola Evangelical said, that the church is a what is a training ground. For us to train people and for people to go. So when the Bible talks about the gate of hell will not prevail against them, that means that we're supposed to go to the gate of hell and take, you know, what belongs to us. Not for us just, you know, you know, being scared of the gate of hell. So what yeah. the Bible is trying to tell us is that number one, as a church, we are supposed to be on the offensive side. That is number one. Number two, we're supposed to go to the gate of hell and take what God has given to us. And that is what the Bible is trying to tell us, you know, as the body of Christ. So we're supposed to be a, you know, a, a sending church and, and even not only being a sending church, we're supposed to equip people, train people. And when they go, they're supposed to, anywhere they go, they're supposed to what? Dominate. What try, God was trying to say, is true. He was talking about, talking about the kingdom. And what is the purpose of the kingdom? The kingdom is that there are two kingdoms. Gate of, you know, the gate of hell and the gate of you know the kingdom of God. So what we're supposed to do is like we that have been transformed, we that have been changed, we're supposed to be live that life of transformation and take it to where no matter where the hell is, you know, right now COVID-19 may be the hell. But as a church, as a body of Christ, we're supposed to go to that place and be the light of Christ. The Bible says the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend. So we're supposed to be the light to shine and take the gate of it, gate of it, this is not your territory. The Bible says, the art is of the Lord and the fullness yeah, thereof. So yeah. The art belongs to God. So what we're supposed to do as a church is to be on the offensive side and go and take what belongs to us. Preaching, advancing the kingdom of God. Thank you. So Pastor Kolade, I have a, a quick question for, for everybody. I want you to start, to start it. In this COVID-19 period, people are saying, what can the church do in terms of still in terms of mission? Because some of us are told to say we are at home, people are afraid. So what are you doing? And what you know you can speak to people that are watching. What can the church still do to disciple people? What are some, some things that you know God has been bringing to your own heart? And what is you were telling me about things that are still going on in all these unreached places just before we started? Can you speak a bit to that? Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, Pastor Land. Well, um, in, interestingly, people are saying the, um, everything is on lockdown. I tell them that I work more harder now than when the church is not even on lockdown because, of course, we are church planter. 
you understand yeah. you know because i believe so much in planting churches you know i don't believe in organizing massive crusades you know this year we've covered guinea liberia and syria alone we have even covered we planted churches in togo you understand yeah. so yeah. we cannot give back to children and abandon them i am a father you know yeah. we have to breed the, the duty of the shepherd is to yeah. breed, to feed the sheep so the feeding is still ongoing <laughs> We, yeah, so, yeah. Some of our people are still gathering. So what we have yeah. to do is just to re-strategize. You know, we yeah. have to break them down into smaller units. We have yeah. the materials with them. We have arrowhead in each, you know, location. So we communicate with the arrowhead, give them yeah. the message, the teaching, and then they yeah. translate the message, you know, to all the villages. Of course, unfortunately, they don't have the access to the internet. So many yeah. uh, pastors have bombarded the internet now my people don't yeah. have access to the internet if yeah. i you know so there is no how before covid there were disadvantages side even after mm -hmm. covid you know there is no internet there is no network coverage so we have to do everything and you see mm -hmm. jesus christ also died for them too you understand yeah. so if, yeah. if you are talking about these people i'm talking about those okay let's let me just you know break them into two some are outside the network coverage area yeah some are not within the coverage area you understand yeah. as in yeah. as every church is talking about zoom we are talking about twitter they don't even know yeah. what twitter they is might, they might have zoom before. they might have zoom before they don't know internet. what zoom is all about they, yeah. they, they don't know you understand so we have to make the church have to make provision for them today yeah. I, I had a meeting with about 16 of my, uh, my missionaries in niger kebi bauchi and kano mm -hmm. so i yeah. gave them the message just like paul you know, we send a letter to them. I will send the letter. I must, yeah. You know, the pressure now is more on the Harrowhead, the national yeah. leader, ensure yeah. that these people are well and, know, and taken care of. If you can tell us, I know you may, you know, you don't share it often, but how many churches have you planted? First of all, tell how many churches you planted? And even this year alone, how many churches have you planted? This year, we've planted yeah. over 20 churches. This year. This yeah. year. You know, in Guinea. Yeah in Liberia, mm -hmm. in northern Nigeria. In fact, as we are holding meeting, they were sending reports from, you know, some of the local areas, you know, so churches, you know, and we are still going on. The church is still hungry. So when they said there is lockdown, I said, I don't know anything about lockdown. It is only those people that gather together that sit down in the church under air condition, you know, he yeah. is speaking all this music. <laughs> we are not used to all this music. I am not used to all this. Uh, <laughs> we are bush people. Everything is in local, you sing, local language, you do everything. So that is their own headache. It's not our own headache. My own headache is how we can give them. I'm not, we are not missing anything. So the work is still ongoing. You know, yeah. we are giving them the work. We are teaching them. We are not missing yeah. our condition. We are not missing yeah. anything. You understand? Yeah. Our own yeah. is just to pray that they will be established. So we planted churches, you know, as of now, we are still planting churches. As I'm telling you, we are still planting churches. All we yeah. need to do is just to change our strategy and ensure yeah. that they are well taken care of. Because Jesus Christ instructed Peter. He said, Peter, do you love me? The basis of our love for our sheep is how much of the world we are able to impact mm. into them. Because it is mm. only the sheep that can yeah. reproduce the sheep. You know? Yeah. So it is mm -hmm. the duty of the shepherd to ensure that he feeds the sheep at this time. So I yeah. don't love God if I cannot take care of them at this time. Yeah. So my people need me more, more yeah. this time yeah. than any other time. Yeah. So I must yeah. show Thank them you. that I love them. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> Pastor, Pastor Israel, how are you doing it at this time? How are you still fulfilling the Great Commission? Yeah, you know, I've told you, thank God for, you know, Pastor Kolade, if you notice everything he has said now, the triangular mandate I explained to you now, as I said it all, you understand? Um, like I told you, um, we are setting, in fact, we are doing a lot to acquire a lot of media materials now to move to the media stand, you know, go, stand. Yeah. Yeah. So since there is a lockdown, we cannot do the go. And when the lockdown is over, we will fragmentize our crusade. We can't do mass gathering, at least not in the immediate Mm -hmm. as evangelists, not in the immediate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we will fragmentize, we will go from village to, and that's how we operate before. Mm -hmm. We will go from village to village, street corners and city-wide meetings. That's what we do. Yeah. You understand? So mm -hmm. reaching the unreached. Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. you said, not all of them have access to the internet. They don't even know what, it, uh, what internet is so-called. Mm -hmm. So, and they have to be reached. So yeah. we yeah. have to be there. That means we'll mm -hmm. be spending more time outside. That yeah. we do. Okay, we do. thank you. Mm. Let, let okay, you want to say, yeah, yeah. So, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's simple. Thank you for what you are doing. That is great. You know, I just want to add something to, to another dynamic to what you're talking about. You know, as I said, thank you. You're talking about people that go, people that stand, you know, mm -hmm. and the people that speak. And I believe what we are doing right now as a church is number one assess what we have you know right now we have a big open feet the bible talks about the well jesus christ met the woman at the well and so you need to first of all discover what where is the well i cannot go and locate the well so right now we have a lot of wells that can be located that can be you know that we can tap into number one first well is the well of prayer you know some people will pray mm. we give and some people will go so what yeah. we can do, what I'm doing right now, I'm doing all the three, I'm going, I'm praying, and I'm giving. And I want to encourage everybody hearing me right now, you know, watching on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, whatever way you're watching, you know, God has given you a well that is, that is your own niche. And some of your well is, it may be your sphere of influence, your friend, your coworker, you know, we have a lot of way now. We have WhatsApp that you can communicate with a lot of people. You have your Instagram account. You have your Facebook account. You have your TikTok. You know, you have your different kind of thing that you can use it. Use it, you know, to maximize, you know, to preach the kingdom of the gospel. That is what we are doing. And use your phone. You have your phone. You can call a lot of people. You know, you know Facebook has made life easier for everybody. You know, Zoom has made life easier for everybody. You know, you can text, you can phone, you can call people like what Pastor Clade is doing, you know, talking to people on the phone. So you have a lot of that. Make sure, you know, you, you maximize your time. Once you discover this is my area, this is my niche, this is my well, then how can I maximize that well? You know, call people. You know, what I've been doing lately, like for the past two weeks now, I, I work with a lot of police, you know, in Chicago. And what I've been doing lately, I've been calling them, you know, district by district. And just, you know, praying with them, encouraging them, you know, preaching to them, praying together. So there's a lot of things we can do. And if you don't, you cannot even go out. Your phone is there for you. Don't just use your phone and just sit down and be watching different kind of stuff. Use the phone That's to right. preach the gospel. 
that is you know something that you can use your phone you can use it to text to call and you can use another thing i want to encourage you that you can give you know there are a lot of missionaries like pastor Kolade, pastor israel you can give there's no way you can give you can give your intellectual property like what Pastor used to do, Pastor will give books, you know, for missionary to go and take it to other people. You can give your resources, you can give your connection. Like what I do best and what I do most is just, you know, to connect people together. There are a lot of things that those people, they will need and you know it. So it's very simple for you to just connect them and through connection, it will make life easier for the missionary, you know, and for people that they are reaching to. So that is what I am doing as a person. I believe that's what we're doing as we are talking right now on, you know, on Zoom. On right now. Yeah, thank you. So I have a question for all of you. We're going to roll. So I know, you know, everybody here, one of the reasons why I wanted this panel is because we travel to different nations and we have yeah. had interesting experiences. And I promise the Facebook mm -hmm. people that they're going to hear some stories today about <laughs> adventures in the nation. So my question yeah. is, what is the, let's start with, what is the most embarrassing thing during your missionary journey or the most, I say the, the one that if you want to share it, you feel like, ah, you know, you know, this could happen to me. You know, I just want people to know that, you know, missions has a lot of things involved mm -hmm. in it. I mean, what's that story that you, you share that, you know, people are going to laugh at you, you know, mm -hmm. as a missionary, let's go. Anybody can go first. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I don't even know where to start, really. I don't even know. But, uh, you know, there was a case where um, we went to preach here in Nigeria in a place they call it um, um, Lisa, where a plane crashed the other day. Mm -hmm. And um, they, there was only one church there, one, only, one pastor. And uh, we told him about our intention of preaching the gospel to the people. Mm -hmm. So he began to tell us that these people, they are cannibals. That when plane crashed, instead of picking dollars, they began to pick human parts oh. for rituals. And that we should be very careful and that their witches are different from the ones we know, that we shouldn't preach against their witches. So when I heard, I mean, my spirit became excited. Let me use the word aggressive. You know, I loved it. So I told the man, we won't address their uh, witches. So on the day of the crusade, uh, I began to speak in English and the man was the one to interpret me. You know, plenty of bony people, you know, in their shaki. You know, I don't know some of these things that they dress up with. So I began to challenge the witches and the wizard. And I told the pastor to interpret. The pastor refused to talk. <laughs> interpret everything I say that uh, they say they have witches, the man refused to talk. And we told them, we said, well, we are going to stay among you for three days. We are not going anywhere. Talk. The man refused to talk. <laughs> so I just began to put it back in their language. And at the end of the day, all of those witches, you know, I mean, the Ogoni people, they, they gave their lives to Christ. Yeah. And at the end of the day, guess where they gave us to sleep? They gave us a burial ground. To sleep, we slept on a graveyard. Wow. To sleep, <laughs> you know, when we woke up around the night because we didn't see what uh, that was when we now saw that we are we were on a barrier. That's where we slept for three days. Yeah, for three wow. days, 
you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was one of the embarrassing moments. I can't even, you know, remember. I know so many other ones. We so you already come during you, the meeting. You, you slept. Know? You slept on the grave. Very good. On the, on the on somebody's grave, speaking <laughs> the gospel. Awesome. Exactly. Pastor Colani, what is your own? Wow. <laughs> Where uh, I start from, just like Apostle has just said, missionary journey in journey. You know, um, let, let me just let me just um, um, share one, maybe one and a half. You know, I was the one and a half. The first one was um, <laughs> the first one was the, the first time we'll be going to one village. They call it Achuku Village in the Niger State. You know, so we set out maybe around five o'clock in the evening. And so they said it's not far. I don't know that it will take us three hours on the bike, mm -hmm. you know, before we get to that village. You know, when we go to the middle of the village, when we go to the middle, of, the middle of the road, not even the middle of the village, the middle of the road, one of our brothers that was taking us, the person leading us, he said he was not going again. Ah, he said he was tired, that he was not going again. At the middle of the road, I said, we have to go. He said, no, he's even angry. I have to beg him. He now told me that if he, if he's going to take us, that he's going to use another bike. That the, the bike is even using now. He's not going to. He, the devil frustrated us that day. You know that we go to that village around. We now miss the way. We have to climb mountain. Mountain. I've never I've never climbed such mountain before in my life. They said we are the way. We got to this village around around one a.m. in the night. So by the time we got there, okay. We could not do anything. Where are we going to sleep? They now pack some goats outside. They pack the food. They now ask us to sleep inside that. <laughs> the place was smelling. All through the night, I was just seeing blood. I kept on seeing blood. I said, what was this? So the following morning, we woke up very early in the morning. We had goats, you know, very small huts like this. We had they put the pack, they are good, they asked them to. So in the morning, when we began to when we began to hold the program, so we wanted to pray for one of the after leading them to Christ. And that was why three witches just came. If I was the only one that day, they would have killed me. Maybe they would have mm. they would have uh, you, you understand? Three yeah. women, three witches, mm. one of them, mm. them, blood was just coming out of her mouth. Literally, mm. not that she used the eyes, you know. Wow. At the end of the day, I just thank God because, you know, who are more than, and that was why I said that missionary work is not about one, it's a teamwork. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. You know, thank yes. God I was not the only one. If I was the only one, maybe they would mm -hmm. have killed me that day. Maybe they would thank have killed you. me. Today, our church is there. We have a church, we have the places massively growing. You understand? Mm -hmm. When I got yeah. to Ivory Coast, I, the first time I got to Ivory Coast, I could not mm -hmm. speak French. And then they mm -hmm. told me that I was telling them I was going to the capital city, Abidjan. So yeah. the person said that, oh, this is the vehicle. This is the vehicle. <laughs> not knowing that it was the wrong vehicle. They gave me a ticket. I paid 10,000 effort. <laughs> I get that. So by the time the vehicle was about to take off, they now told me that, ah, where, where, where was I going? I said I was going to have Ah, they said, have me do. Do you know that that was my last, the last money that I had with me? You know, mm. I miss you. I, you know, it was a bad and terrible experience, you know. But I thank God because today, <laughs> you know, <laughs> where I was actually heading to, we have planted yeah. so many churches there, you know. Yeah. So let me just come there. I have so many, so many, so many. I know, I know so you many. have many. They've stolen from <laughs> you. You've got, you know, take yeah. your money, take whatever. Just stand yeah, yeah. only what's your own, what's your own experience, your own. <laughs> I think I think my own experience. I'm just I'm going to share two of my experiences. 
So number one is, I remember before I came to America, my first mission trip, you know, we went to whether Ogutai or Arikonki. And on our way to the place, we, <coughs> we got to the, on our way to the place, when we were going, we realized that we missed the bus. So the bus normally go once a day. So we missed the bus and that was the end. I was supposed to go to where we are going. So that means we had to walk for like hours <laughs> to get to the village we are going to. We had to walk throughout the night just to get to where we are going to. That was, you know, a mind blowing. That was the first time I'm going to walk, you know, a long walk in my life. <laughs> just walking because we missed the bus. That was the first and the second experience is my experience with you, Pasola. You know, we, we've been to a lot of places together. Thank you, you know, for, for, for always, you know, allowing me to, you know, to, to go with you, you know, as a team. So one of my, my, my I'm just going to talk about a, a recent trip last year that we traveled for over, is it 23 or 24 hours on the bus? The bus yeah. was not, you know, <laughs> was not, was not, was not, was not a palatable, I mean. We went from Malawi to Mozambique to Zimbabwe, two <laughs> different borders. Two different borders. And it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was I, that trip was God, you know, God made trip, but something really, really annoyed me and got me hungry when I saw the way people were being treated, people like me who are being treated because of who they are and because of, you know, where you know where they, you know their origin. I mean, it really, really pisses me. How can you human being like this when we are crossing the border? Old people, you know, I saw bribery, I saw I was like, man. So yeah. this thing going on. I mean, that was one of the things that really, really pissed me. I was like, God. So this yeah. thing is still going on. But that's one of yeah. that's one of that's one of the trips. Thank you. Know? For me. It's Pastor Israel that always gets me into trouble, you know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be an American preacher, you know. <laughs> you know, I enjoy that side of preaching on, you know, on the, on the stage, on the crowd, and, you know, speaking the principles of, you know, dynamic relationships. Pastor <laughs> Israel. Would drag me to go and do your kind of ministry. I never do. <laughs> the first time that we traveled together, it was, it was to, so we're going from we're going from from Kampala uh, to to Kenya, Nairobi. Uh, to Nairobi. So I was like, Pastor, he said, let's fly. You know, he said, Pastor, Lan, no. He said we should go by bus so that you can feel the environment. You can feel. <laughs> Feel the road, and, you know, and when you finish, you can minister. So, so I followed him on that first bus journey, and then we were going. And really, it was good, really. Then came, came night, and then they would stop us. Then we got to the border of, camp, of uh, Uganda and Kenya. Thank God I have American passport. American passport always saves me. But Pastor Israel that day. He had, he had his Nigerian passport, and Kenya and Nigeria had this diplomatic agreement. So you know what they do? They sent him back. <laughs> they told him that he has to go back. He had to travel hours on the bus. They said he has to go back to and fly. 
into Nairobi. So he left me alone on the bus. Into, into Nairobi. And then he had to go and sleep in one hotel in the night. <laughs> the bus flying. And then the other experience was when we went from Nairobi to Nakuru. So we went from Nairobi to Nakuru. We were looking at all the wildlife we enjoyed. So when there we spoke to pastors, it was a very powerful meeting. We gave yeah. books away. We did all that. Mm. Then we went, Nakuri went to look at the flamingos, you know? Yes. All those, you know, we were having fun, baboons. It was talking like then. We didn't know that zebra. Yeah, zebra. We didn't know that the car that, you know, they gave to us, that the car has problems. So we got into the car. Then the car will move a little bit there, stop, over it. And then it was getting night. We were on that road from Nakuru to Nairobi. And they were like, you know, the person that was driving us was like, you know, this, this road, you know, when it is night, that you have to be careful. And then America, whatever. So we're, it's like we're moving the car, pushing it. It became very dark. Cell phone was dying. We couldn't, we couldn't charge cell phone. We have to go and get, we got food on the road, like carrots or the, you know, to eat or whatever. It was God, God sent somebody to us there. One of the, the dads of a city life member who lives in Kenya. Mm. We were able to call that person, and that person drove and came to no. meet us in their car to Big take us. People oh, wow. were, were mm. shivering, were cold. Ah, shivering, very cold. Gave us food, <laughs> everything. That was one of my funniest experiences. No, but you know, I said that I want people to know yeah. that the 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 gospel that we saw mm. in the Acts mm. of the Apostles, when we mm. see Paul, mm. Peter, and all yeah. these people. It's still the mm. same gospel. Mm. It's still the same gospel. Yes, A lot of people mm. see, they just see preachers Absolutely. on the pulpit, mm. you know, doing all this and that. No, mm. the, 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 the gospel cost. The mm. cost, gospel involves sacrifices. Yeah. Gospel in, involves us leaving our comfort zone yeah. so yeah. that we can be able to yeah. reach out to people. Mm. So I just want you guys mm. to speak mm. to, you know, Pastor Kolade mentioned something about teamwork. The reason mm. why you take people along. And also, can you speak to this comfort thing? Mm. You know, like, just to make people that are watching, because people are watching from different nations, they're watching America and all that, just, you know, to speak to, the, you know, this kind of ministry, the comfort, the, uh, the, the team, you know, I mean, ha sorry, having to have a team around you when you do the gospel. Pastor Kolade, uh, you can start, and we'll go to Pastor Israel. Well, um, what my, my, my approach has always been the, the early church. How did they do it? You understand. Yeah. Everybody mm -hmm. is important as yeah. far as the gospel is concerned. When Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost, you remember that the 11 other apostles also stood behind him, which means that the others that was recorded, that 3,000 so, was not Peter's only work. He only preached, but there were some mm. people that were working behind the scene that yeah. actually facilitated that thing. You know, yeah. if the 11 apostles were to be sitting down, maybe yeah. that kind of harvest wouldn't have actually happened. We are mm. only talking about Peter preaching and 3,000 souls giving their life to Jesus. You mm. know, and that thing happened in Luke chapter 5, where Jesus Christ, you know, told Peter to, you know, cast his net into this, uh, this, mm. um, the sea, and that Peter had to beckon, call on other yeah. people. You know, there yeah. is nothing like one man God through. You know, everybody, mm. some people have to be praying. You understand? If you look at yeah. the account in the book of Luke chapter 15, the first two um, parables, lost coin, lost sheep, the father, the owner had to look out for it. 
which means that somebody was actually praying, oh God, yeah. you need to do something. So in the mm. gospel, we need people that will pray. We need people that will support. Everybody yeah. is involved. It is only in the private world, the prodigal son, that boy, that boy had to come by himself. You understand? Some people yeah. have to go, and some people yeah. have to phone them. You know, yeah. so that yeah. is just the you know the way I see the gospel. You know, somebody has to encourage. Some people have yeah. to give. Everybody yeah. is important. You know, sometimes yeah. when somebody calls me, I feel so excited. You know, when somebody tells me that I'm praying for you, I feel so excited. You know, if, if you see how my missionary was so happy today, that they could hear the voice of their, you know, their, their, their leader today, you know, and then we could get some things across to them, about 16 of them, 16's family and all that. Yeah. Somebody is yeah. actually giving before we can actually get this thing home. You understand? So, you know yeah. that, like you rightly said, you can never, never take a talk about gospel without all those things. Sacrifice involved. Somebody yeah. has to pray. Somebody yeah. has to fast. Somebody has to support. Somebody has to yeah. encourage. And yeah. you see, that's why I said that, you know, when somebody is recording great events, you know, the great events is not one man show. It's everybody. Yeah. You have yeah. a role to play. You understand? Yeah. You have a role to play. You yeah. understand? In fact, yeah. just to call and to say, send a message, that person will yeah. actually feel lifted. You understand? Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. you might actually say, oh, am I the only one like Elijah? Am I the only one? <laughs> am I the only one yeah. that has the anointing? You understand? Yeah. And then yeah. somebody that gives us the anointing. You know, this evening yeah. I was just thinking, I said, it, it takes the grace of God to give. It takes the grace yeah. of God to pray. It takes the grace yeah. of God to encourage. It takes the yeah. grace of God. There is nothing you do in this kingdom that you don't need the yeah. grace of God. That's why everything yeah. if you are saved, you must be part of yeah. it. Don't just sit down yeah. and look. Be a mm -hmm. star player. Be a key player. Don't be yeah. a, a part of the, you know, when you go to the stadium, you see some people, they'll sit down, they'll just be clapping, yeah. clapping, clapping. You know, yeah. so even at that, mm -hmm. you also see something. We must yeah. see ourselves as if we are part of it. You understand? Yes. People yeah. have to make it happen. You understand? Yeah. And that has been yeah. the, the, the template from the yeah. first day after yeah. Jesus Christ left. He did not hand yeah. over the church to the Peter. He handed, he handed it over to the church mm -hmm. and they were together. Yeah. So we need yeah. to come together and get this work done so that yeah. the great commission can be the great completion because yeah. it is our home. When we scatter, we cannot yeah. do anything. It's not about yeah. pastor Israel. In fact, our name yeah. should not even come on board at all. It's about Jesus yeah. Christ. And that is yeah. what we have to do. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> ah, thank you very much. So pastor Israel, over to you. <laughs> so they, you know, they come yeah. for it takes a team to fulfill. <laughs> Team, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Hello. Yes. Go ahead. We can hear you. Yeah. It takes a team to fulfill a dream. Mm. It takes a team to fulfill a dream. One of the things that God used to uh, balance my head very early in our work is um, the book of uh, is it Ephesians chapter four from verse eleven or something. The Bible talks about. Uh, um, Different mm -hmm. gifts, some pastors, some prophets, some evangelists, some this, Apostle. some that. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Hello? Mm -hmm. yeah, the Bible says to, the purpose is to equip the saints yeah. for the work of the ministry. Mm -hmm. So he now told me, he said, um, yeah. he said, you, you alone cannot do the work of the ministry, that you should mm -hmm. appreciate other uh, ministry graces. Other five-fold graces and appreciate them. So you can imagine the work of an evangelist in the old field. Then you are messing up the harvest. 
Yeah. Your mm. effort is even messing up the harvest. Yeah. You mm. understand? So you need other ministry gifts and graces yeah. to mm. work with. Look at the work of Pastor Coladina. Yeah. And Pastor Lan, you and I know what we are talking about. Yeah. That, uh, you know, yeah, I know how you have brought me is by working together. Yeah. You know, mm. you make the work so easy because number one, you see, as an evangelist, we see lots of people getting saved and whatever. And the, but the pastor's less trained, so mm -hmm. the harvest is still being frustrated. Yeah. So when you bring in mm. your teaching gift and graces, it makes the job easy, easy mm. for me. Yeah. Over yeah. the fact that the pastors are better equipped now. So mm. when we preach, at least they are yeah. going to a, a more equipped and empowered church or pastors mm. or leadership. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Pastor, uh, Pastor Kolade and I, I, don't, I, we have never, we have not met on the field before. You understand? But you see, there are some, and I think maybe once or twice, we found ourselves in the same country, but we were not able to see. He was doing some work, some part. I was also doing some work on other parts. So we all need one another. If you see a go, I mean, goalkeeper, I mean, if you see Messi, Lena Messi scored now. The goalkeeper also scored. Mm -hmm. yeah. Everybody scored. It's yeah. everybody's game. You can yeah. imagine like somebody who gave mm -hmm. is standing with you. Those yeah. are the people who make the mission possible in your hands. Mm -hmm. Because God is going to use people to yeah. give to you. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. There was a day we were stranded in Togo. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. No money mm -hmm. in our pocket. Mm -hmm. My friend and I. And then somebody just came in. He just had us. I mean, a lady slept in the same hotel that we were in. My friend mm -hmm. and I. Do you know the lady was just passing and she heard us speaking in Yoruba in our dialect. Mm -hmm. And she came to knock our door. And she was like, who are you people? I heard you speaking in Yoruba that I live in Osho State. And we mm -hmm. said, we are missionaries. She said, my husband mm -hmm. is also a missionary. Mm -hmm. Could you believe the lady said, I always love to bless missionaries. I'm a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. And she, she pulled that money and she gave to us. She did not know what that money meant to us. Because we had money that we could not even access in a strange country. And she was the one God is using to bless me to yeah. um, bail us out. Yeah. Whenever we go on and you see a lot of successes being recorded, sometimes you will know, you may not even see their faces, that some yeah. individuals are praying for you. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I see some level yeah. of ease and miracles, yeah. the mm. word of God prospering somewhere. Some individuals yeah. mm. are praying for you somewhere. So yeah. mm -hmm. how can God now reward me alone yeah. without mm -hmm. visiting yeah. those people? I'm talking about yeah. obscure mm. individuals who would yeah. even want mm. their names to be mentioned. To be you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, about they are doing mighty works. for the, yeah. So the mission work is everybody's work. The, yeah. the, the mm. God's mandate is everybody's yeah. mandate. Yeah, yeah. So, it's only that mm. our roles are different. Yeah. The giving people must, the mm. going people must go. The giving people must, the praying people must pray. Thank Everybody you. together must work together. And then yeah. again, the partnership, look at the place of partnership, like I mentioned, you, yeah. mm -hmm. Pastor Lumide, you, you remember how many, I mean, see the first time we traveled, look at the Kenya, look at the Rwanda, look at the Uganda. See how God yeah. prospered that yeah. journey. I mean, it yeah. wouldn't have been possible 
if probably, at least for me, if I had gone alone. Yeah, you know thank, you. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So we are so we're getting to the end of this broadcast, but I want to get at least two things more in. So the first one is, so this broadcast is being organized really by the Life Development Center. Okay. The Life Development Center is uh, the uh, non-profit that you know, we have in Chicago here, started by the City Life Church, that mm. focuses on the development of potentials of people and of places. It is through the Life Development Center that the leading life training comes out from. Okay. So, and then it's also true that we partner you know, with different uh, missionaries and so on. So mm. I know, Pastor Kolade, you have been to leading life training. Pastor Olu, you have mm. done leading life training. You have taught leading life training. Pastor Israel, you have been in several leading life trainings. You have collaborated with us. Yeah. I just wanted to speak you know, to those who are watching uh, what leading life is from your own perspective, like what it meant to the nation, what it, it meant to you. Uh, I just wanted to speak to that, and I will ask you uh, another question afterwards. So um, anyone can go for it. I think Pastor Olumide, uh, you are next. Just take a few minutes because we are we are getting to our to the end of our broadcast. Yes. So for me, I think leading life for me is just like an eye opener for me, and I will encourage everybody to you know to to do it because when you do it, change your mindset. It will help you to narrow down what you are called to do, your purpose in life, your vision in life, and you start living your life. You start living. A, you know, a, a value-based life. That is what leading life is to me in a nutshell. Thank you. Uh, Pastor Kolade, you did it in Lagos then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, do, do you know that some of the materials you uh, you actually use, when I attended the, the one in Lagos then, I took it to Togo, I trained so many youth. You know, some of them are in institution now. I took wow. it to Syria alone. We are supposed to have three years, you know, training. So the second year when I got there, I said, this one, you must do it. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, we, it was quite interesting. You know, it's just like the word of God. I said, the Lord gave the word. Great was the multitude of those that published it. You understand? Yeah. The impact yeah. was not only on me. The impact mm -hmm. has also affected so many people. You know, I yeah. think I share some of the pictures with you there. You yeah, see them yeah. writing because... Unfortunately, I deal with um, we deal with um, illiterate people, but we've been able to actually, you know, identify those of them that can get it, and the impact has been massive. You know, yeah. getting to know your ability, your God-given ability, your mm -hmm. strength, your experiences yeah. that has mm -hmm. been, you know, the focal point. You know, yeah. I don't, yeah. you know, if you don't want to forget something, teach other people. That's just the yeah. secret. Yeah. If you don't yeah. want to forget, keep teaching other yeah. people. That's yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's why most of the things I learned then, I keep mm. teaching people. So I can easily sleep and you wake me up. You know, yeah. yesterday when you're talking about the laws, I, I just remember the law of giving, the law, you yeah. know, I have actually translated it into, you know, materials, which yeah. has actually, you know. Thank <laughs> you. And thank you. So, thank you so much awesome. for extending awesome. that message. You know, thank you. You were also the one that God used to open up. Syria Leon to us. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it was, that's it was true. such a powerful meeting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pastor yeah. Israel, leading light, uh, you know, <laughs> being part of. In, fa in fact, uh, you know, my wife picked up all those materials from me, and uh, she was like, because, you know, she, to my surprise, I've been looking for anyone that will come around so that she can, because she's a better 
listener and she's a better because she saw those things and I was she she sat me down she was like teach me everything oh. you know I took those material things home yeah. just like Pastor Kola did one of the things I love about uh, the leading light meeting you remember the one we did in uh, uh, northern Uganda that's West Nile yeah. what my concern has been will these people get it yeah because many of them were <laughs> not so educated they were you know yeah, were a not. set of refugees there yeah to my surprise just like jesus is teaching the bible says yeah. common people heard them gladly yeah that's yeah. one of the simplicity about the leading light training yeah. you see you have made my job easy and uh, <laughs> believe me i believe that many many more uh, grounds there are yeah. many many more grounds to conquer through this leading yeah. light training yeah. you know we're so glad we're so proud to associate with you you know thank what i'm you. saying it was such a yeah. blessing to our generation you know yeah, thank and you. we appreciate yeah, thank you and your team thank and the you. city thank light uh, community thank God you. Bless wow. you it's been great partnering with you and we're going to continue uh, i still have one major question for you one second but i just want to say this uh, uh for those who are watching uh, the leading lights training is um, is a three day intensive that we do. We do it in the city of Chicago. We also take it to different nations. We are taking it to twelve nations currently. Um, uh, we we are doing an open out. Like we want to deliver this training uh, virtually. Uh, we want to give people a taste of it. So we are organizing the first virtual leading light open out, and it's for May twenty third, May twenty three. Um, you can join from anywhere you are in the world. You have a taste of it to see how this training that people are talking about has transformed lives of a lot of people, how you can also be a part of it. And if you want to be part of that, uh, that open house, just go right now to openhouse.theleadinglight.org. 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 You see a simple form there. You put it in there, our team will get across to you and they will, show, they will let you know how you can be a part of the open house that is coming up on May 23rd. Now, so uh, let me go back to our apostles here. Now, I want you to tell people what you do and how they can support you, how they can reach you. So if somebody is watching right now that is saying, wow, I can't go to where all these people are going, but, you know, I can send them. So tell us quickly your commission, your mission, what you do, and... Uh, how people can support you. So we're going to start from Pastor Olu quickly. So, so simply what I do, I have what I call Bridge Mission International. And the purpose of Bridge Mission is just to connect missionaries to resources that they need to be effective in their faith. So what people can do for me or can do for Bridge Mission is number one, to pray for the Bridge Mission. Number two, to give. If you want to give, you can give through, you know, give through leading light. I think somebody is going to post through the light development center. Yeah. Light development center. And number three is that, uh, you know, I know we have a lot of people that have a lot of resources, clothes, bags, books, anything that you think we can donate, please feel free to, you know, give it and you can give it to the light development center, you know, and we'll be able to be able to be able to give it to all the missionaries that, that we are supporting right now. So that is what you can do for us in Bridge Mission International. Thank you. Thank you very much. Pastor Kolade? Well, uh, um, of course, you know, we are rural people. We are bush people. 
So, you know, <laughs> when you go to village, you see poverty. Most especially, Pastor yeah. Easter can actually bear me witness. You go to Africa, you see poverty. You yeah. understand? People are always in need. What do we need? See, people will send their witches from the city, they will send them to the village. You know, they will be, you know, some people will be sending prayers, you know, against the witches <laughs> in the village. So we need prayer. That's the first thing. <laughs> you have to pray for missionaries, pray for us. Yeah. And then, of course, we also need support, you know, yeah. financial support. Yeah. You know, most of the time we're always stranded. I can't tell you yeah. how massive the work. Can you imagine we are managing 70 churches every month all over Africa? Mm. You know, it's yeah. so massive. We need mm. a lot of support. Some of our churches are still the uh, services are still being held under the tree, nothing. You understand? Some of our missionaries, they are not on salary. We don't give them anything. They're just, you know, living by faith. So we need the support. We need financial support. And the best form of experience, because I always want to tell people, when you get to heaven, let us compare notes. If Paul should ask you, have you ever visited mission field before? We, what will you tell him? At least we'll compare notes. Just as we are gisting now, we are still going to gist in Will you tell them that all through your life you are just sitting down under the air condition and then you are just saying, oh, praise <laughs> no. You know, Christianity is more than that. So yeah. Come on board and come and see for yourself. Because when yeah. you go, your experience will change forever. You know, maybe if you are giving just little before you say, ah, I thought I was actually giving something. You could, you can do more. So pray for life us, giving to support yeah. us, then you cannot perform now. Yeah, it's a life. Once you go, just look for a mission field and go there. Your life will, will change forever. If I am expecting a general overseer to come and sleep in the village, so that at least they'll be fired up. You understand? Yes. So yes. Our, yes. Our, 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 our lead pastors, let them also yes. come on board. Let them come and have a taste so that they'll yes. be able to understand what we are talking about. You know, they should, they should experience a mosquito. Yeah. Like the last time that yeah. we were, Pastor, the last time we were in, uh, is in Malawi. <laughs> But there was yeah. no light and there was no water. <laughs> yeah. The devil could not have a bath. What, we had to go and what an experience. Couldn't flush the toilet. The water that Honestly. the cow, when you, they offer you the water that the cow is taking, you drink the water yeah. that the cow is eating. He's taking that. Corona virus can never, can never scare you anymore. Uh, no, no, no. They don't even understand what coronavirus is all about. They... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so Pastor Israel, uh, so tell us about what you do and how people can support. Yeah, uh, we they take don't the even gospel. Understand. Our... No. So it's an experience okay. that I believe every okay. Christian in yeah. his lifetime must actually have. You know, yeah. if a Christian, see, <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. We have a little delay, but thank you. Yeah. So, Pastor Israel. It's been yeah. so amazing. God bless you, sir. Yeah. Now, um, our purpose is to preach the gospel. The Bible says this gospel must be, must be heard in all the nations of the world, and then the end shall come. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. our job is to reach out to the nations and yeah. make sure the yeah. gospel is... So we are pushing not where Christ has been named, Mm. but where nobody has ever heard the gospel before. So we are mm. interested. Yeah. Yeah. Our last crusade that we did was among the Fulanis and the Baribas. Mm. The Baribas are some of the most uh, uh, fetish people in West Africa that I know. 
and then the Fulani community, and we had hundreds of them coming to Christ, including the village head, to the glory of God. So we use the Emir's palace. <clears throat> so the purpose is to reach the unreached communities, you know. Yes. Um, um, we have taken it to war torn countries, taking the gospel to war torn countries, yes. um, particularly, you know, many, many of them that are suffering, they've been this disillusioned, depressed. They may preach among the former child soldiers, preaching the gospel, taking care of orphans and widows. We have hundreds of them that we take care of in across Africa by the grace of God. So uh, then what we need from you is prayer, like we said. <laughs> I mean, it's so, it's so very, very, like Pastor Kolade said, sometimes uh, I, I found it difficult to marry between what where we are just coming from and then what we see in the city. An average, an average Christian does not even know. I doubt whether they know whether mission field exists. Some don't even know. So some don't they, yeah. I wish I wish Pastor you are dark or we can't see your face. Like we see black. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. You know, some some of this I wish some of these people could follow us to the field. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody followed me to the field the other day and he began to cry. He said, is this what you face? You understand? Mm. And he began to cry. The Bible says, what mm. went ye to the wilderness to see? Mm. You know, so yeah. um, I found myself traveling on vehicle for 44 hours. Can you mm. imagine that kind of a thing? Wow. For 44 wow. hours. I mm. found myself traveling and then all I just suddenly see is an elephant on the road. <laughs> not the zoo. Pastor Lan and I, I'm sure you know what it means to see a zebra. Yeah. We do have uh -huh. a zebra, buffalo on the road. Baboon coming to our car. Baboon. You see all these things. They are not in zoo. So we need prayers. We need prayers and people, loads of people that live in, in this uh, in these unreached communities need to be reached. So yeah, we try to reach them. So we need your support. We also need your financial support. Missionaries mm. are always broke all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. They are always yeah. broke because mm -hmm. they, they meet needy people. Even yeah. the time that we are in now, I can imagine how many people, even within our family, that mm. we've been trying to reach yeah. uh, with food and with reliefs. Yeah. Personally, yeah. that we don't have to necessarily put on Facebook and all, all this kind of things. Mm. I think people need, uh, we, when, when we tell people to support us, mm -hmm. believe me, you could be touching the lives of all rich people who don't even know your name. They don't know exactly. your name, but God yeah. knows your name. That's yeah. God knows your name. So we need your support. Mm. Yeah. Take the gospel across Africa. We focus more mm. on Africa. Yeah, thank you. Yes. And I'll be showing, you know, they are quickly showing the, the banner of this stuff again. So you could see their Instagram handle of the three of them uh you can see it on the the poster that i'm showing right now um at israel omokaya on instagram at missionary Kolade on instagram and at olu ajin uh on instagram uh you also be able to see if you go through uh this program we'll post it there too so please support them also uh at the live development center the live development center is what is organizing this thing. Uh, support the Live Women Center. One of the things we do is the leading life training. But one of the things we do is we support other ministries like this. We want to see the gospel, the practical, holistic, 
complete gospel of Jesus Christ go to all the spheres of influence. So if you want to send something to them through the Live Element Center, we'll deliver it to them too. So for support Live Element Center, follow the Live Element Center on Instagram at the Live Element Center and also on Facebook at the Live Element Center. And please follow me on Instagram at Pastor Lance too and Facebook Pastor Lance where you are watching this. So uh, I, want to, I want to thank you, uh, those of you watching us on Facebook and I also want to thank our panelists Thank you so much for uh, sharing your time. I know it's very late in Africa right now, but you know you you and you have a lot of things that you are doing. You are so busy, but you came to join us. Uh, this conversation mm. is not over. We're going to have to do another one some other time later, and we'll okay. get in touch with you on that because we're just beginning this conversation. I just want to I want to end by encouraging. I want to speak to everybody hearing, friends, and people watching. Mm. Please support these people. Um, they are the, the hands and feet of the church. You know, there's nothing wrong, you know, with the church in the city, with uh, the mega church. There's nothing wrong in all that. God needs all kinds of churches to reach all kinds of people. So, yeah. so he sends people to do different things. But we must never forget that there are people who are on the front lines like this. They are going to places where people have not been reached. They are endangering their lives. They're doing so many things and they have families and all that. I want to encourage you to support uh, such people find out you know, where, how you can support them do, through all the means that we've talked about. And most importantly, keep them in your prayers. Keep them in your prayers. Uh, thank you. I'm going to ask you all to say your last, you know, what, what last word you have for people who are watching us right now. Just you know, one minute each. Uh, so let's start from Pastor Kolade. You know, just what do you want to say to people that are watching right now? Well, well I want to thank um, everybody that have just um, listened to us and then um, I believe you've been blessed. I don't want to repeat myself again. I believe the Lord has spoken to you. And I believe that you are going to be um, a good ambassador. We are called to be an ambassador. Paul said, now we are ambassadors for Christ. Which means yeah. that you ask yourself, if Christ were to be in this my condition, what will he do? And that mm. is what I want every one of you to do. After, you know, listening and watching now, go and be a true ambassador of Christ. We are the light. Let's continue to shine the light, you know, and the Lord is going to help us. God bless you. Thank, in Jesus thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pastor Lance. Thank you. Thank you very much. Pastor Israel. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. I want to say thank you very much for this privilege. Um, and I also say thank you for all that are listening at this particular time. We appreciate all of you and for your time. I just pray in the name of Jesus at this particular time, we will not fail God. This is the time God needs all of us most. Nobody is a waste. Nobody is, um, I mean, you should understand your purpose in the body of Christ. If you don't understand your purpose, then uh, you, are, you are likely to even abuse even the little privilege that God has given you. So whatever privilege he has given you, be it grace, be it anointing, be it to pray, be it to give, whatever is it that you can do to advance the kingdom of Jesus Christ, go ahead and do it. At the end of the day, uh, we are going to stand before our maker and he's going to ask us to give account of everything that we have done. I pray in Jesus' name, you won't find, you won't find your account empty. In Jesus' mighty name. Once again, Amen. I say thank you. God bless you all. Thank, thank you, Pastor Lamb. God bless you.
Thank you. Pastor Olu. So I just want to say thank you, Pastor Olu. Thank you, you know, Pastor Kolade, Pastor Israel, thank you very much. Pastor Lan, thank you. I really appreciate you. You know, you've always lived the way, you've always been like this for many years. You know, I think one of the things that you said to me was that you need to be a footman that people are going to step upon to get to their destiny. And you've been doing that. I want to appreciate for doing what you're doing. I want to appreciate LDC, you know, Life Development Center. You know, for reaching out to people. I want to appreciate everybody listening to us right now on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram. Thank you very much. I just want to encourage everybody right now to, you know, do a little bit of research on mission. Write a letter to a missionary. You know, call a missionary, pray for them, and send money to them. You know, every day we live, our life is a life, a missionary life. We are living a mission-focused life because we're going to give accounts one day. So what account are you going to give to God when you get to heaven? I want to encourage everybody, you know, this week, or this take your time to just pray every day, whether one minute, just pray for missionaries, pray for everybody on the mission, pray for pastors, both in the city, you know, even people are in the city that have big church, big churches, also pray for them. And I want to appreciate everybody. God bless you. Thank you. Leading light, you no know, light running center, Pasolan, everybody. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, I also want to say thank you to all the panelists. Thank you for your time. To all our listeners, uh, thank you very much. I want to thank the light development center team behind this broadcast. Uh, they are not in the forefront, but there are a lot of things going on in the back end to make wow. this happen, to get everybody, get the flyer. You know, even right now, things are going on. They are sending it to all the leading light locations, you know, broadcast, join the broadcast, you know, that's what different things are going on. I want to appreciate um, uh, the leading light team, the CEO, Pastor Peace, and uh, uh, the other uh, members of the team too, uh, for the work that they are doing. We're going to be back uh, next week. Uh, we're going to have some broadcasts during the week. And then on Friday, again, we're going to be having another State of the Nation mm -hmm. panel with some people from some, some nations, you know. We'll, keep it, we'll see, you know, what nation is going to be next Friday. But um, keep joining us. And don't forget to register for the Leading Light Open House wherever you are in the world. As long mm -hmm. as you have internet, go to openhouse.theleadinglight.org. And so with this, we're going to sign up. Uh, from Facebook. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you all. Share this video so that it continues to spread uh, to other people. Thank you, and God bless you. Let's wave bye-bye to them on Facebook, please. Uh, uh, panelists. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 All right. Thank okay. you. All right. Thanks for listening to The Globe Podcast. We trust you were blessed and inspired. For more contents from Dr. Land, visit our website at www.pastorland.com and follow at Pastor Land on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Keep glowing. See you next time.